welcome to FC Studios. We're so glad you're joining us today. We want to remind you of a couple of things <clears throat> that we have coming up. So uh, one week from yesterday is Resurrection Sunday. So this coming Sunday um, is Resurrection Sunday. So if you don't have um, somewhere to celebrate and um, go and, and celebrate Jesus being raised from the dead, we encourage you to come to Friendship Church and join us or find your local church and, yeah. and go um, sit, you know, Resurrection and Sunday service is a really beautiful thing to experience. Yeah. Find also, somewhere to attend in person. Yeah, in person. Don't be by yourself. Don't be alone. That was a hint of what we're going to talk about. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, and then we want to remind you this Friday, April 15th, is the start of Passover. Here at Friendship Church, we will be hosting our own Passover Seder. And we would love for you to join us. If you can't join us in person, host one in your home. You can go to the passoverproject.org and it gives you everything you need to be able to host Passover in your home. Um, and so literally it's like list, 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 where you can print off a shopping list. Um, we've tried to make it super easy. And if you do host at home, you can tune in live on Friday night at Friendship Church on Facebook and watch and follow along with us. Um, but also know that if you can't do Passover on Friday night, um, it's totally appropriate to do it any other time as long as yeah. you participate in it. Um, the Passover Project also describes or also um, gives details about what, why a, a believer in Jesus um, should and is appropriate to celebrate and honor the uh, honor Passover. So, don't uh, forget these. It's a really fun weekend fun. because Passover um, we like leads to. Resurrection Sunday. So sometimes Passover and Resurrection Sunday, given our crazy two crazy calendars, don't line up. But yeah. this year they actually line up, um, and so which makes it super exciting. And um, anyway, so yeah, so join us for Passover and Resurrection Sunday. Yeah, that's right. Well, welcome to FC Studios. We're so glad that you joined us today here on the Red Couch on Facebook. So um, we're gonna jump right into it. Uh, yesterday, Pastor Mark mentioned that like. Um, people will go fill up a sports stadium, um, tens of thousands of people, sometimes hundreds of thousands of people, uh, for camaraderie or a shared passion. Um, really, but because they don't want to be alone. They want to go experience something with someone. And last night as we were sitting down and had finished eating supper, we, were, we read a devotion with the boys. Um, and guess what it was about? It was about... Loneliness. loneliness yeah so um that's a, a good um so a couple of things that kind of got dropped in into our uh, labs here so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today that's that's normally how we come up with um topics and subjects is just like things happen yeah. in life and like hey this is something that we experienced this week and so this is what we're going to talk about yeah so hopefully that you can i think it was real i mean i had we hadn't put this in our notes but this weekend we were on saturday we were invited um, to go to an FC Dallas game, mm -hmm. soccer game, and we went with some friends, and of course, but there were like thousands of people here in, yeah. in the stadium, like you were talking about, like in like Pastor Mark said yesterday, people go to these large settings to be with people. We went to be with people, and in return, we sat around people that we didn't know, but the people behind us, I don't know whether they realized it or not, but we got to know them really, really well, yeah. <laughs> and because they were sharing, but what was so interesting, it was like, they were almost sharing loudly about what was going on in their lives on purpose. Like, mm -hmm. um, and so I just found it super interesting that like you, even in that setting of 
um, so many people there to, to go watch this fun game and cheer on you know the home team. Even there, there were these people behind us that were still craving um, attention, feeling yeah. lonely. They wanted to share. Uh, they, they wanted, wanted to, to share. They wanted to be heard mm-hmm. um, to know what they were going through. It was real, real interest. It was, I just found that really interesting. Yeah, it is. You know, like you know, Pastor Ward mentioned yesterday that you know you should give people around a bonfire or around a TV now. You know what I mean? And like people just start, we'll start talking and sharing. Yeah. Um, but um, I, you know, kind of switching gears a little bit, like many things that we do in life. Uh, we do because we have FOMO, right? Which is, you know, we have the fear, fear of, of missing out. Fear of missing out. Um, but like, I'll take it a step further. Like sometimes we have this like fear of being alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, but is loneliness really a bad thing? Like is being alone a bad thing? Um, so uh, the way that I'll kind of address that is like, we tend to think of loneliness as like a feeling, as a, as a state of mind. Um, the state of being, but um, I would encourage us uh, today to think of loneliness as a place, like mm-hmm. as a place where we can go, because there can be, um, if we think of it as a place, then there can be many positive and fruitful things that come out of, of us going to a lonely place, uh, so if we associate loneliness with a feeling, um, then oftentimes we can associate it with like, with feeling isolated or, or, or sad or depressed. Um, but the reality is that everyone experiences loneliness like at, at one point or another. It's kind of like a common denominator in mm-hmm. life. Like everyone's going to have that feeling. Um, but again, we want to kind of transition from, you know, thinking of it as a feeling or a state of being, but as a place that we can go. Because, um, like, go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, like, and what he's, what we're trying to say is that like, you're going to feel loneliness. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's not a feeling, but when you feel that, um, like if any emotion, when you're feeling anger or you're feeling sad or you're feeling joy, when you really press into that emotion and you um, you don't deny it or you don't try to sweep it under the rug or try to learn to cope with it, like yeah. when you sit in that feeling and you recognize, okay, I'm feeling this, and then you address that feeling, that's when what you're talking about. You're like yeah. going into the lonely place and right. seeing it as a place versus just this thing that's your experience. Right, not something that we try to run from or avoid or deny, but um, just, you know, it's something, um, you know, some place that we can go. And if you're like many people, uh, you try and feel like, you try and stay away from loneliness by using distractions, mm-hmm. uh, by trying to distract ourselves with like anything, like, you know, like dead scrolling through social media. Like mm-hmm. I deleted, I mean, we're on Facebook right now, but like I took all social media off my phone and like after a couple of weeks, man, like just felt like fantastic. Like, you know what I mean? You're like, so much better than me. I haven't done that. You know, it, it is. I mean, it's great that that distraction is not there. That feeling like wanting to like pick up my phone and just like do this constantly. Like it's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it feels great. But like we constantly bombard ourselves with um, images of other people, reels, TV shows, like just gifts, like however you, whichever way you prefer to pronounce that word. Um, but it makes us seem like we're connected with people. Um, but we're, we're really not. It gives you a false sense of connection right. in order to, it's almost like a drug. Like you can create false senses of connection to satisfy the feeling of loneliness, like a drug would do. So you would take a drug to satisfy this mm-hmm. feeling that you're having right then, but over the long term, you're not, you're not getting the healing and 
um, addressing it in the appropriate right. manner. So you'll find yourself in the cyclical pattern of loneliness over and over and over again, these highs and lows, because you're addressing it with false senses of connection. Right. And so I think. And that can be done, I'm sorry, that can oh, be yeah. done without, not just with social media. That can just be done by um, watching a TV show or reading, a, burying yourself in a book. And I'm an avid reader, but you can find a false sense of connection by reading a book and intertwining yourself with those characters. Yeah. Anyway, so be aware of false senses of connection that you create in order to cope with loneliness. Right. And so uh, we believe that God has a better way um, than to avoid or deny or distract ourselves. Um, but again, it's time that we stop looking at loneliness as this like feeling or state of being and look at it as a place. And so um, it's time for us to kind of go into uh, that lonely place. And so, yeah, I mean, I think if we see it as like, you know, is a season or a, mm-hmm. uh, you said like a place and you see it as, okay, God's invited me to this place. Right. Right, it's I'm feeling this, but what if God invited me to this lonely place so He can teach me something, and we can learn something, and we right. can move on about who He is and who He wants me to be? Then it starts to shift our perspective. Instead right. of loneliness being a negative thing, it's a teaching moment, and a mo- right. and you know, teaching moments can be difficult, yeah. but um, they're worth it. It is because it's in this place that God can begin to do His redemptive work, um, but we simply just have to embrace it. Um, like you said, that can kind of be a, a uh, experience can be a powerful teacher, mm-hmm. um, but there's this author um, Henry Nowen. He he wrote this book um, that I have I've read a number of times, um, but it talks about the the downward way of Christ. And so, if you've never read that, I mean, that's like that's a fantastic book. It kind of um, helps you completely rethink um, your whole life goals and ambitions and mm-hmm. things like that. Because um, Christ came to serve and, and basically went from the top to the bottom. Um, so it just kind of helps you readjust your thinking but um, in regards to what we're talking about today he wrote in his book uh, the inner voice of love he says we may find our lonely loneliness not only tolerable but even fruitful and so that's kind of our that's kind of our prayer that's kind of what we are uh, wanting for you today is to be able to find a, a lonely place that can be fruitful um, instead of hurtful yeah I mean I think it's important when you see loneliness as a place that okay got to you I'm here in this place of loneliness what are you going to teach me? How are you going to grow me? Um, and when you when you find purpose in these hard places, then that's when you start to grow. I've read numerous books over about survivors of the of the Holocaust recently, and there they talk so much about feeling lonely. And even though they're surrounded by people that are experiencing the same thing, and how they learn, they would feel this loneliness, but how they learn to press into one another, yeah. and to, they even have joy and love and laughter in this hard places when they pressed into the loneliness that that kind of isolated them and then they found one another and then they found a sense of purpose and they were able to grow and survive yeah 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 that's right so uh luke 5 16 says jesus withdrew into the lonely places and he prayed um so you know christ may not have been lonely um you know what i mean or he could have been but like the bible just says he withdrew into the lonely place and so um like we know that jesus was was never truly alone right i mean like we are never truly alone mm-hmm. we're never ever by ourselves because the bible teaches that god is with us like even always until the end of the age mm-hmm. um that he has even made his dwelling place like in our hearts uh and that like the holy spirit like our bodies are the temple of the holy spirit like 
talking about like God the person, like mm -hmm. God the Father, God the Son. This is like God the Holy Spirit that makes his dwelling place within our hearts. And so, mm -hmm. so we're never alone. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think that's important for, for people to understand is that, that we're never, ever really alone. alone. Like God is always with us. I think we when we look at Jesus' life, we can see this sort of two types of loneliness that... Um, he possibly experienced that we do as well. So Jesus oftentimes was around a multitude of people. He had his disciples with him, the Pharisees and the law, um, the, the, the Jewish leaders were constantly following and trying to trap, trap him. And all the while, Jesus has all these people around him. And a lot of times we can feel lonely with a lot of people around us. Yeah. And I think it was possible for Jesus to experience that because nobody actually, like it'd be all these times Jesus would be like, oh my gosh, I don't get it. Nobody's getting it. And, um, and he was like, I told you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so he was in this place where he had all these people, but nobody was really getting him or understanding him. And I think we can experience that too, where we're a lot around a lot of people, but nobody really understands what we're going through or what yeah. we've faced or what we're struggling with. And we start to feel lonely among lots of people. Yeah. And then we see also Jesus go to the lonely place when he, um, when he, he chose to. He chose to go to the wilderness, which is also translated like the lonely place, this, the isolated place. And yeah. Jesus t chose to go there and talk to his father. But we also know that when Jesus went to the wilderness, um, the enemy showed up. Satan showed up and tried to tempt him. And so know that when you're in the lonely place, that, that you're never truly alone, right? And there's always going to be voices to be heard. Like mm -hmm. the enemy's going to show up and God's going to show up and they're both going to be there trying to talk. Yeah. And which voice are you going to choose to tune into? And this is accurate when you're actually in a lonely place or when you're crowded in a crowded room but feeling alone. God's voice is always there. The Holy Spirit's always there speaking to you because he's active and living in you. But it's a matter of do we choose to sit in that season and hear his voice? Yeah, that's right. It's, it's a great point. Um, and so, as always, we have some, some practical tips, um, and today we have three practical tips on how to kind of um, use that lonely place as somewhere to kind of springboard you into uh, a stronger relationship with God and those people around you. And so the first one is this. The lonely place can open us up to a deeper knowledge of God's love. Um, just as physical solitude helps us to hear God's voice Inner solitude um, produces uh, produce from loneliness can open us up to a deeper knowledge of God's love. But the key is that we have to get alone with Him. Like we have to separate ourselves, mm -hmm. stop the distractions, and get alone with God. I mean, I know we've talked about like time and time again, like hey, you can pray anywhere, and, and you can. But the fact of the matter is, is that like regardless of where we are, it, we need to get into a place where it's just us and God. Where we stopped all the distractions. Yeah, I think like we kind of mentioned earlier, um, you know, sometimes we're we're afraid to be alone, mm -hmm. and um, we don't we don't like that feeling. And I think that that can be true with our alone time with God. Like we can be afraid to go sit in 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 the presence just yeah. with Him and alone. Right. Um, and I. I sometimes actually, I like to turn on music when I'm like having quiet time. And sometimes I feel like the Holy Spirit nudges me like no music, nothing, just sit. And it's kind of sometimes feels awkward. And we have to yeah. realize why does that feel awkward or why am I struggling sitting here right. in, in this alone time? Um, am I worried about that I'm not going to hear his voice? Am I worried about what I might hear? Or do I not trust him to speak? Or figuring out why it is we struggle with sitting right. in that in that alone time with him. Yeah. And so... Um, I think it's important for us to understand like when we 
set aside that that alone time like when we get alone with Christ that instead of finding like despair and sadness um, that we will find his comfort that we will um, that hearing his voice of love like being in his presence is like healing for the broken places in our lives and so it's important for us to to be alone with God so we can gain a better understanding of his love for us and like um, like people ask me like hey how's your, your day going sometimes I'm just like busy you know mm-hmm. what I mean like my day's busy um, but we can't let busyness be an excuse um, to hide from God, you mm. know, because you know God calls us to live balanced lives um, in which we're not afraid of solitude, like you said, and like neither are we afraid to be with others. Like we have to be able to be alone with God and to be alone with our thoughts, and, and mm. like be healthy enough mentally and emotionally to be alone with our thoughts and alone with God. And we also have to be balanced enough to be able to be with other people mm-hmm. as well to be able to like enjoy life alone and enjoy life with other people as well yeah. um, but a lot of that comes from like knowing really who we are in christ yeah yeah that's so good i think that it's important that we you know like brown's saying that we we sit in that alone time with god and we um when we find that connection there with him and in that alone time with him it helps the the connections with other people when we're when it helps us get out of the physical lonely place of friendships and relationships on earth when we have learned to sit in the the in the lonely place with him mm-hmm. then it helps us be more vulnerable vulnerable as we move into relationships with other people yeah. putting ourselves out and getting ourselves out of a lonely place yeah that's right and so um, the first tip is the lonely place can open us up to a deeper knowledge of God's love. And the second one is that the lonely place can help us define um, or redefine our calling. And that's something that we talk about a lot here is calling. But um, prior to being in like full-time ministry here at um, Friendship Church, like when our boys were small, it was, it was really it was us and it was Jackson and and Colin, and they were little, and Colin was a baby, um, and when Jackson was younger, like, I worked uh, retail, and so, like, that meant, like, early morning, long days, long commutes, because, like, we lived, you know, in Little Elm before it had expanded, and the traffic was horrible, and so we're looking, you know, an hour commute both ways, and, uh, you know, there's there were days where I would leave the house, and it was dark. I'd come back home, and it was dark, and, like, the boys would be asleep both times. And so, um, you know, like those double shifts, like I do that a few times a week. And that was just, um, that was a, that was a difficult time. Like there were times when I felt alone and I know Morgan felt alone. Um, and so, you know, it, it took me a while to learn to be able to like, rather than like freaking out and like just being mad at the world, like to find a lonely place um, to go with God. Uh, rather than to, to be upset. And, and eventually it became a time of growth. Like it, it took some time. Um, but eventually that time became a place of personal growth, both spiritually and uh, emotionally. But it was necessary for me to grow, to mature. Um, but that period of time caused me to like look at my life and question like the purpose and like what I was doing and, and to question like whether what I was doing was agreeing with God's will. I mean, I think we both felt that it wasn't. You know, it felt like, like, you know, maybe that time had ended, you know what I mean? Like maybe that period in our, that season in our life, um, have ended. But I did learn that like when God strips away things, um, whether it is a, a job or people or places, um, that it's his way of, of moving us into the calling for our own lives. Yeah. I think that's so true. And during that same season, I was home, uh, with the boys and if anybody that knows me, they knows that being a stay at home mom was not like my ideal calling. <laughs> 
but in that season, God had me home. And now I look back and I'm so grateful for that time. Um, but you know, it was, a, it was a lonely time and it was hard for me to sit in that loneliness. I had two boys, Brad worked all the time. We were helping, you know, plant the church here in Frisco and I didn't know anybody here. I had like no, no friends, yeah. um, with two small, small kids. And it forced me as I sat in that lonely place. It was probably one of the most, if not, it was the most difficult season yeah. of my life. Um, but it forced me to sit in a lonely place and really press in. And in that lonely place, God stripped away a lot of things and um, exposed a lot of fear and anxiety. And, yeah. and it was difficult and it almost broke me, but God brought me through that. Yeah. And, but it was because <clears throat> I didn't push, I didn't, I pressed into the lonely place. Mm -hmm. I sat in the lonely place with him and allowed him to redefine and define who I was right. and in him and not what I thought I should be yeah. and allow him, allowed him to, heal the broken places and the hurts and um and but that was all because i sat in a lonely place yeah. with him yeah that's right and so um like you may be listening and you may not be a pastor or a writer or speaker um uh, like morgan is but like every calling can emerge from the lonely place when when god is there <clears throat> Because he has a greater opportunity to speak into our lives mm -hmm. when we're alone. Like when, when we are just with God by ourselves. And it's a, he has a greater opportunity to speak into our lives about where we're going and what he has called us mm -hmm. to do. Uh, which kind of leads us to our third point today is that the lonely place can lead us right to God's heart. Um, like last night uh, as we were reading our devotion, um, like I, I wondered in my heart, like what did Jesus pray? Like when he went to the lonely places, like to be alone with God, like, what did he pray? And, like, I mean, just, this is just me personally, but, like, I think, like, he prayed his word. Like, the Bible teaches us that Jesus is the word. He was the word in the beginning, right? He was the word, like, before all that. And so, like, I, I, I feel like he just, he simply prayed the word of God. Like, you think about the Psalms and and, some, mm -hmm. and, and the prophets and, like, uh, the wisdom literature. Like, I, I just feel him, like, speaking those things back to God as his emotions. Because if you read the Psalms, the Psalms have all the emotions. Like yeah. any emotion that you can have is like tied up in a Psalm. Right. So I see him like speaking those things to God, but like bringing his petitions and quoting them over and over and God strengthening him. Um, but at the same time, he submitted himself mm -hmm. to God uh, while he was in prayer. And so mm -hmm. like Jesus could really see the Father's heart and God could really see Jesus's heart and yeah. like and, and in those times like they like got Jesus was able to clearly see and reaffirm like what it is that he was supposed to do mm -hmm. here on earth which was a daunting task mm -hmm. yeah the and yeah the lately I'm sorry like right. a tongue-tied um yeah the lonely place does that and when we when we really press into God's word and press into him it allows us to see God differently and see mm -hmm. ourselves differently and see him differently, which is how we see ourselves yeah. differently. Yeah. yeah. And so I think it's important also for us to understand that like all of this is not about us. The lonely place is not just about us because our goal as believers here on this earth is to spread the gospel, mm -hmm. right? Is to proclaim the good news. And so not only does it lead us to God's heart for ourselves, but it also leads us to God's heart for other people. So in that lonely place, like when we're alone with God, like God may be asking you to do something like absurd to help someone. Like he may be calling you to go completely out of your comfort zone to do something that he's called you to do. He may be even be like asking you to step out on faith and like go like not just like pray for someone in the quiet place, but like literally go and pray for someone for a healing or a miracle that they need. 
uh, in, in lots of situations in their lives. So don't don't think that all of this stuff is just about us. It's also about like what God has for us to do for other people. Yeah, I think it's important that you recognize that in your lonely seasons, in the emotion of lonely, like when you're feeling the emotion of loneliness and you're in a lonely season, that we're not tempted to hear the enemy's voice, but we're, we are um, encouraged and nudged by the Holy Spirit to press into what God's trying to teach us in this place of yeah. loneliness. And if we, um, I always tell the boys this, that you know, God gave us emotions, and emotions aren't bad, they're good. Um, they're, they're, they teach us things about ourselves and what we're going through, but emotions don't control us. Right. And they they don't have power of so spirit. We have the power of the Holy Spirit that gives us self-control to be able to um, keep our emotions mm -hmm. in, 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 a, in a healthy manner, right? right? Where they're not making us do crazy things. And the same is true with loneliness. We may feel loneliness, but when we allow the Holy Spirit to help us um, change our perspective and reframe that loneliness as I'm feeling this God what are you trying to teach me yeah. let me sit in this place with you um then then we can start to learn more about who God's called us to be and who he is and we learn his love that he hasn't left us or forsaken us right. that he's still with us there in that lonely in that lonely place and yeah. so um if we can reframe the way we see loneliness and I mean we can't we're <clears throat> coming out of COVID out of where like the whole country was like isolating and mm -hmm. quarantining and you can only be around 10 people and all this crap mess yeah. <laughs> i'm yeah, sorry right. all this mess where it was like we're we're created to be with people we're created to be around people and right. and now we've created this social situation where it's like we have these excuses to stay away from people but um we're created to be around one another and we can be around people and still need to learn to sit in those feelings of loneliness and allow God to teach us something in that place. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Well, thanks for joining us today on FC Studios. We're so glad you took a few minutes on this Monday morning to visit with us. Um, we'd love for you to uh, subscribe to our podcast, uh, like and share, all that good stuff that you do. I don't know, follow us, all kinds of stuff you're supposed to do. Brad quit social media, so he doesn't I don't know. Help. Follow, like, share, fan. I have, I have no idea. But anyway, whatever. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Hey, I'm Morgan. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of FC Studio. You can find us online at fcfrisco.org or on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are located in Frisco, Texas. We have services on Sunday at 9.30 and 11 a.m. And you can join us for our Wednesday experience at 6.30 p.m. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode.